coming at you from Submarine Studios. It's the latest episode of Rage Across the Internet, your Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. I'm your host, Porter. To my left, we got producer Joey. Hey, guys. Across from me, once again, we have Tommy Dixon. What's up? And a man who I think is actually trapped here. <laughs> Daniel Tyson. At least it's here in studio and not home somewhere else. I think this might be home now. I haven't seen you. Is that the same shirt from last week? Coincidentally, yes. <laughs> podcast I, day. You it's podcast pod, Exactly. That's, it's that's podcast true, it day. You know, it, his cardboard palace is in the corner. That's Tom's. <laughs> oh, I have the van. Whatever. <laughs> See, we left you out a box. Changed your litter. I'm not a bone. Changed my litter? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he has more of a problem with. Oh. <laughs> we want to leave it. It was stamped for me. Ew. Okay, up the moving place. on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. I... Dan's here. Of course <laughs> he is. <laughs> no, we're not going too here. far from that today. Oh, with boy. the litter? <laughs> from the litter. No, yeah. we're not going too far. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You... Ooh. Y'all, y'all have mentioned it. <laughs> we heard you. You, you have made made some assumptions, <laughs> which we'll address. Yep. And then this has been requested. So um, while we are not ready so much to start a new series, because are you kidding? Have you been paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. Right. Um, we're not we're not like commit to a new series, but we you. We, we listen, we hear you, so, we, you know, we present, you know, Into the Barnyard, our first look at Farah. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good intro. <laughs> right? <laughs> See the litter tied in? I mean, we didn't even plan that shit. That just happened. Oh, boy. <laughs> Next is hay, bar- hay bales and all that. Right? <laughs> we didn't even talk about the Bastet, but it's long and behold. They are not today. Oh, no, we decided, you know, we, we don't really want to do a series like we've been doing the Tribals, but we would each take a, take a Farah and do some talking. But before we get into all of that... Because this is the important part. <laughs> it's all important, Danny. Yeah, that's really insulting. Yeah. What are you implying? <laughs> no, what you're about to say. This is the important part. It's all important, all right. Danny. What, what, give us money? Yeah. <laughs> sure, I'd love some. What do you got? Well, we do have a Patreon. Oh. <laughs> Segway. I like it. Yeah, well, we make it work. Um, no, uh, we do. We have a Patreon. Uh, we have a PayPal. You guys know about that. You know, we've got our um, our portals to mm-hmm. both drive through RPG and um, Amazon. Yep. You know, those are great ways you can support us. And if, you know, if you do like what, you, what you're hearing... Any way you can support us would be great. And that includes going and giving us some five stars. That's that's a big deal behind the scenes because that gets us seen, that gets us ranked higher, that gets us seen by more people. The funky algorithm. Yeah, it, it's just us against the stupid Weaver, Weaver algorithm. So five stars is a big deal. If you want to write a review, that would be fantastic. But if you don't, that doesn't hurt our feelings either. So does five stars make our web bigger? You could make that <laughs> argument. Yes. Tell us your favorite Farah. Oh. <laughs> you made her speechless. <laughs> or disgusted. Going home. <laughs> no, but it's it's a great way to help out the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, we also remind you know we we love that we love that Patreon. We keep bringing it up because of how how much we love 
handing out those rewards. Yes. Everyone loves them, too. They, they, they do. They like them. And, you know, we harass people about them enough. Because, you know, if they're not enjoying a thing, then what are we doing? Right. You know, so, uh, you know, mind you, if you have a couple bucks, that'd be great. You know, we got the three tiers there. And each one comes with, uh, you know, various rewards that people dig, you know. We got our, we got our monthly hangouts. We got our post-mortem series for, for the, the mid-tier, which breaks down the stories that we've done so far. And that's been a lot of fun to do. Yeah. My favorite. Yeah. It really is my favorite. It's yeah. been a really fun deep diving back into, God, three years ago. Just yeah, right? Realizing <laughs> what we've already been through with yeah, our characters. Yeah, hell to think about that, going yeah. back that far. You know, and, it's this, and Joey was a part of those stories, so that's, there's something there for yeah. her, too, because she's hearing some of, the, some of this for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you, you learn a lot. Um, I, I hope. The goal here is you get something out of that, you know, um, writing techniques, or you get your guys' insight as players. You know, it's hopefully it's really rewarding. We love doing it. We've had a lot of positive feedback from the ones who are getting it. So, as long as that positive feedback's coming, then we're we're gonna keep doing it. And if you want, you can get it too, right there on our Patreon. What? <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> you know, it's like we've done this before <laughs> a couple times. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we we are talking about the fair today. Some of the fair today. Four specific types of pharaoh today. We each picked a pharaoh type. Yes. So. And we're, we're going to just job out those, see how that goes. And, um, you know, yeah, before we look into that, there, there is a bit of a... <laughs> Disdain? Oh, no, I, I was going to say miscommunication, and I don't even think that's correct. <laughs> <There's>, um, <laughs> English is hard. No, no. No, there's I a perce- what he's saying. There's, there's a, a perception in our Discord. Right. Of how we as a group feel about the Pharaoh. Right. And it's kind of not correct. So I, I want to address that first. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't hate the Pharaoh. We don't hate the changing breeds. No. I love them. I'm excited to read them. Well, they're, they're cool, but it doesn't... They're I, not a focal point of our game. I hate a couple of them. <laughs> I'm sure as we go along, I'll have opinions. I mean, this is my first time opening the book, so. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, various opinions of the different fair. Right. And that's a case-by-case basis. The same mm-hmm. way you have tribes you like and tribes you don't like. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we don't hate the fair in general. We don't hate the fair as a concept. And I'm going to speak for myself here. I have a problem when when you get into those groups that are what I call the Barnyard Coalition. Yep. Yeah. Where, where it's, you know, well, we have a pack where it's one Fianna and a Hedge Mage and two Macaulay and an Anasi and two Cons. How is that a pack? It's not. It shouldn't be. You can't this, call it a pack. Well, there are ones who do. And that's kind of our point here. And, and it falls into, look, it falls into the auspices of if, if, you, if your group's having fun, and uh, having fun, I can't touch you. That right. Have yeah. fun. Yeah, have fun with it. But, sure. you know, I look at this, there, there's a level of, I think, Silliness. the War of Rage happened. Yeah, I was going to say, you, <laughs> you're, you're spitting on the, the history. Yeah. And, you know, it's, are there ways to work fair into a story? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Are there circumstances of which it's totally understandable and cool and makes sense, you don't have to play mental gymnastics to work a fair in, I'll, I'll say briefly. You can do that. But the world where, you know, a Naga rolls into the Sept of the Blood Fist with his Pac-Man Whoa. get a Fenris. Whoa. It no. doesn't make any 
damn sense. No, because that, that sept is now has a ticking time clock. Yeah, You're dead. everyone in there has to die. Yep. Because it's the rules of the Naga. We're even talking about the Naga today. But, I mean, there's the example. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you shouldn't be ignoring the War of Rage. And if you're going to, and I think if you're going to mix these up, you, you want to find a way to do it that is respectful to the lore. And, and I mean, it's, I guess it's that simple. You know, I, I, I don't have a problem with the girl hall. I have the problem with the girl hall hanging out at the Black Fury Sept, especially <laughs> if his name is Boris. <laughs> Which is nothing to do with Russians. I'm talking about it's a guy, you know? <laughs> is he wearing a little hat and he's got symbols? And I mean, I played a Bastet in a long werewolf game. But my character had its own agenda. She was leading a group of Garu down the garden path. So it was interesting because she was pulling them away from the nation. And they didn't even see it, realize it. They didn't know what she was doing. So you had your own circumstances of why that made sense. Yeah. So it is possible, but you have to have a story. You have to have a backstory. You have to have a reason. Mm Mm-hmm. And you have to have a storyteller that is willing to work with that plot. Well, that makes sense. The, I think the problem is that what we see mostly, they don't have those. Mm. They don't yeah. have that conception. They don't have that background. Right. It's just, I want to play this character, so let's do it. Yeah, and you know, the Bastet basically was an antagonist, and they didn't know that. So, like, there were all these subplots going on Mm -hmm. and it was really neat well then good on your storyteller for being able to keep that up yeah well you can also set your stories pre-war of rage so you have all the changing breeds but even then and and that's actually that's also that's another episode not too far down the road but that doesn't mean that all those changing breeds are still getting along no there are still some that don't (laughs) they don't trust Think of all the Garu tribes. Right. How many of them get along? <laughs> and that's another misnomer is that all the, the, the other changing breeds were all just like happy friends, you know, holding hands, and the Garu were just mean. <laughs> but you can play a Pharah only game. You can, but. Should you? Is the, is how the, far yeah, can you can. take that? That's where that leads to. Is how You can have fun with it, yeah, Chronicler too, but how far can you actually take that? I don't know. And that's not for me to judge. It was just speculation. But. You know? But we wanted to get that out there. Yeah. That, no, we don't hate the Pharah. We have various opinions on various Pharah. <laughs> and yeah. that Rage Across the Internet group, they just hate Pharah. They hate the other changing breeds. No. 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 And, in fact, we all like the breed we picked. Yes. <laughs> and I like all of the ones that were picked today. Mm-hmm. So, suck it. <laughs> they just they just don't fit into our game. Right. Yeah, there's peppered in none there, of but none of them have any business in a pack of Garu is the point. Right. right. Yeah, the the fair, there are Farah in our games. Lightly. But but they're not in packs. They're not in our pack. They're not in another NPC pack. They're not part of the game. They're just they're in the world. In the game. They're, they're in the world. So. Yeah, that's just the way we like to play our games. Right. Okay, so should we who wants to go first? Yeah. <laughs> Not I. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll go. Okay. okay. I went with the Ajaba. Okay. What are the Ajaba? The Ajaba, they wear hyenas. Neat. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and I probably had the easiest time out of all you guys. 
jerk. I mean, there's a level of built-in knowledge. Well, it wasn't by design. You know, there's a level of built-in knowledge all of you have, and sure. But, you know, the Ajiba, I went through all three main sources. I went through the Bastet book, because technically mm-hmm. they're a tribe of Bastet. Mm-hmm. And, um... <laughs> you the know, face you're making right now. <laughs> Changing Breeds Revised, Changing Breeds 20. You know, I, I went through the books. And the thing about the Ajiba is they didn't really change. No. It, like, their purpose was changed for Revised. But they're so locked into their backstory... That that's all that changed about them <laughs> was their perp, their job. That was it. So what was their original purpose? Um, all right. Originally, they were in. They don't use these. These are my words, not theirs. They were essentially guys in Persia. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. it was their job to to choose the sick and the weak and pick them off. Hmm. Just of everything. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. And um, in revised, they changed that to make them the Garu of Africa. And I'm paraphrasing here. It was like, well, Gaia noticed that for some reason there weren't any Garu in Africa. <laughs> so she made the hyenas the Garu of Africa, but they were still best at. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> but this is the thing is they were so tied into their background. Because, you know, the best at, we'll get to that whenever best at show up on this damn show, um, have a thing called a Yava. Mm-hmm. And it's like three magical secrets that will just fucking undo them. Okay. And the idea was is that the Simba, the were lions, got pissed because they weren't exempt from Gaia's Imperium policy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense. You know, what? what do you mean our kinfolk die too? What? They got mad. And they somehow learned the Yaba of the Ajaba and set a trap and murdered almost all of them. <laughs> Just genocide city, man. <laughs> So even though it was another tribe, we'll use that quotes of of the Bastet. Mm-hmm. So they trapped and killed off tell, another tribe of tell, the Bastet. Tell it to the bunny. Oh, touche! You know, it's, well done. Wow. <laughs> you know, and I mean, but that's their backstory, and you know, it's all about them. They want revenge, and they're trying to rebuild, and they're scattered across the earth because fuck, there's like fifty of us. <laughs> and so they just try to rebuild their numbers and get revenge. And, I mean, that leads into a whole bunch of other stuff, like the Ahandi and, you know, the Black Tooth, and that's not mm-hmm. what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. But that's so ingrained that even when they were turned into, essentially, the Garu of Africa, they still had their best at Yava, they were still best at, because you can't unring that bell. Mm. Like, that's their backstory. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing you can do about it. <laughs> so, for Werewolf 20, they're back to being guys in Persium, <laughs> who got in Persium themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's... A lot of twists. Yeah. <laughs> it's Shemalinian, I gotta tell yeah. you. Yeah, one plot line, but so many twists. Flip it over and reverse it. Yeah. But you know, I think hyenas are cool. You know, I like the idea of the wear hyena. You know, it's you know, they're, they're kinda cackling in that, that, that in the in the distance, just, just fucking with you. You know, waiting to strike when you're like alone or you're you know, it's just a cool visual to me. So I'm so natural, fuck it. And then their story didn't change or grow, so I'm like, oh, so what you Guess have? I'm done now. <laughs> so what do you have left to talk about? Yeah, I'm kind of done. Now, do they have five forms? Yes, they do. Okay. Um, and, you know, this is a thing, and if you're new to the concept of the other changing breeds, none of them have, they all have weirdo names for all their forms. Mm-hmm. And I didn't learn them, and you shouldn't either. Well, unless you want, <laughs> unless you want. Play one, no, or no, exactly. you're having, yeah. If you're you if know. you're deep diving into it, but for for the sake of our sanity, 
Right. I'm looking around this table going, I didn't learn them and you shouldn't either. Yeah, so he's looking right at us when you're saying Yeah, I'm specifically talking to people as you're table. saying that. I I'm cross off half off. my notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just so you can take them again for a different breed later that you're not going to remember a week from now. Eh. Uh, yeah. You know. No, I, I get what he's saying. You can if you want to. Don't feel obligated to. They all have a different name for it. Yeah, it's true. They it's, all have a homid form. It's homid once. Yeah, I was going to say, I think <laughs> it looked like all the Pharah, it's all Hamid. And at the same time, I think all war forms are Krinos. No. Correct? Yes, no? No. no. Not really? even. No. Okay. Not even close. Are most of them? No. Mm-mm. No. Well, okay. The, the one I picked is... Well, I have a question for the Ajaba. Yeah. When they go through their first change, is it, you know, like a guru? Is it trauma-based and just suddenly they... Frenzy and... I mean, they really are essentially African Garu. Okay, so... Except they have a Yava and I guess can't reach the Umbra because Bastet Bastet can't reach the Umbra on their own. So they have a Den Realm like the Bastet? I didn't see that. I I know, I know. There's not a lot written about them because they're always lumped with the Bastet themselves. Mm. With the exception of Revised where they were Bastet but are Garu in Africa. That's so weird. It is. And, like, I, I would have, I wish they would have leaned one way, you know? They would have leaned mm-hmm. into that. Because, okay, the the hyena is not, it's closer right, right. To, to feline, I guess. But, again, I'm looking at you, Bunyip. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm going, you guys just could have fudged it. And probably would have, t- I mean, look, the thigh clean has a pouch. It's a fucking marsupial. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you could You could have just made them... Garu of Africa, and it had been fine, and I'd have felt better about it. <laughs> so do they have, you know, like, auspice? Well, yeah, I mean, they have um, roles. Okay. You know, um, because not everyone has, like, the cut-out auspice, but they do They do have particular roles, and it's not necessarily tied to the, you know. Um, they, they have metis. Oh, okay. Which they don't, I'm going to say they don't give a shit about. But what I mean is they don't care that you're metis. <laughs> Gotcha. And they, the Not interesting like thing werewolves. is, right. And generally speaking, though, the the men in the society are the mystics, and the females are the warriors. Oh, okay. which makes sense for you know, cat. Well, tribes. it also causes a huge disconnect because that's not true. Uh, okay. You know, with a lot of the best debt, you know, you know, mm. and that's not true largely with the Gyro Nation. Right. You okay. Know? So yeah, I see the disconnect then. So that was a problem too. Is who are these? You know, you get the you get the the wear tigers, or not the wear tigers, the wear lions. I was gonna say they're great, but it just ruins my joke. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, you know, sitting there going, well, "You can't kill our kin. Why do you think you could do that?" I was like, "Well, this guy gave us a job. It's like, did you let a woman do it? What the hell, man?" So it was more of the crap that led to the you know yeah. the, the war between the two. Makes sense. Now, Joey, what are you sitting at? Oh. Let's save yours. Okay. We're going to have fun with yours. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Danny, you gave me a nod? Yeah, I, I was mentioning that Tom wants to go next. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, sure. Whatever. It doesn't oh. matter. <laughs> I let that happen, too, right? You know, I could have... Uh, I, le- I let him throw you under the bus. Right, but it's, it's uh, fine. It, this, this is actually fitting for following after you. Cool. With hyenas. I got the Nuisha. Excellent. Okay. So more... Those are the Funny. Werkiotes. Werkiotes, yes. <laughs> the, the harmless tricksters, I guess. Oh, are they harmless? Are they harmless, harmless tricksters? 
It's the facade they put up. Wow. Okay. There you go. Okay. Yeah, tell us about the Were Coyotes. Uh, it does fit better. They're Were Coyotes. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to uh, rate us five stars. Go ahead, oh, Tom. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, obviously, they're, they're Coyotes' children. Yes. They're, uh, they like to play a lot of tricks. Like, as in, they could, if they like you, they could be harmless tricks. But they want you, they're, they're mainly their purpose is to teach. So they play their tricks to teach, whether it be good or bad. So if they like you, it might not be they're going to harm you. But it could still be you might only malicious. Get, you might only get maimed instead of killed. Sure. Okay. And then, yeah, if they don't like you, blood. <laughs> <laughs> blood tricks, huh? So it seems like uh, it's like an amped-up ragabash. Basic, and that's exactly how it is. They, uh, they actually have the... What was it? They played a trick on the moon, and it allows them to actually... So, okay, due to a trick played on Luna... All Nuisha can learn Ragabash gifts and increase in rank like Ragabash Garu. So they are oh. essentially Ragabash. Oh. And, they, and one of their biggest tricks they like to play is blending in with Garu. So they will actually blend in with a pack, go into a sept, and teach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that okay. said, they have abilities to do that, so it's not, why is there a Nuisha here? Mm. Well, half the time you won't even know. Then you know what? That goes back to our point in the beginning. Maybe that's why a Nuisha is in that pack. But only a Nuisha and only one. And they're not aware that it's a Nuisha. <laughs> right. right. Well, because one of their specific form states, they look just like a wolf, like a, like a red or a gray wolf. Okay. It'd be their globular form. And now, um, interestingly enough, um, there's the case of Old Man Miniskins. Yes. Who is Coyote's favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, um, <laughs> I know the Nuisha book starts, he's, he's the star of the comic there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think is he, is he's younger in that comic? Is that before he's... I didn't uh, look at the comic, but... Right. I know he was in it, but I didn't look at the comic. Yeah, book. I mean, he's, he's, you know, he is, uh... He's Coyote's guy. And he's got that special gift that lets him literally shed his skin and become something else for all if he wants to. And the cool thing is, and I know you guys didn't read it because I didn't hand you those books. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess Tom read the New Isha book? I read Changing Breeds. Okay, Changing Breeds. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Then in the, the Breed books for second edition... Each, you know, um, they had their comic, but they also had a, a through-line narrative. And, and the books were all old man miniskins infiltrating those different changing breeds and learning about them. Hmm. Smart. It was, it was pretty cool, especially in a certain chapter, and we'll bring this up when it comes up, but where he was caught. Mm-hmm. By who? The Naga. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so... Eesh. But it was, it was, it's a neat read to, you know, to see the, kind of the adventures of old man miniskins. He's, he's infiltrating, <laughs> like, you know, a fucking pit of Ananasi. <laughs> Which is crazy. Right. Going like, I'm Spider-Man. I can whip, whip, see? <laughs> J. Jonah's a dick. I'm one of you. I'm <laughs> one of you. It's, it's close to actual audio, but we'll get... You know. <laughs> one thing I like, these, uh, the Nuisha, they claim that they're constant tricks and attempts to play devil's advocate drove the Garu to such rage that they took it out on all of the changing breeds so they sparked the war of rage (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome they claimed that and then they further go on and say that they claimed ending it too of course they did (laughs) but you can't you can't prove it because obviously they're tricksters and it's very hard to find right right you know there's um they got they got certain rules they do have a rule only a hundred can be in the realm at a time 
Now, why is that? Is that just... It didn't actually dive into it. Okay. It's, it, was, it was basically... Uh, let me see if I can find it. I know I wrote it somewhere. <laughs> and not only that, but if one goes into the realm, can he tell if he's number 100? Or, like, oh, crap, I can't do this because there's he already 100 He wouldn't be able to get into the realm. If there's already the 100 there, there's something that blocks them. No okay. shit. Yeah. Okay. And they are huge, huge Umbral Travelers. Yeah. You know, nothing nothing knows the Umbral like Anuisha. That's true. Yeah, they claim that. And plus, they do a rite of dancing, which allows them to live in the Umbra. And then they study the Umbra, teach teach from the Umbra. Now, when you say live in the Umbra, I, I want to clarify, because you can be in the Umbra for as long as you fucking want, just you will lose your physical form. So are you saying this this rite of, rite of dancing? They do not lose their physical form. Okay. That's that's pretty neat. Yeah. In fact, in a roundabout way, isn't that kind of uh, like a backdoor immortality? Hmm, kind of, yeah. Because you still could just age. hop to the Umbra. I think they still age. Where the Umbra? And to what extent? And to what rate? True. Umbra's a motherfucker, man. I mean, you want to hang out with the pet Umbra, yeah, you're right, but let's, so go, now, let's go, go deeper. deeper. Yeah. So maybe slower, a much slower rate then. Could be. Oh, yeah, it's speculation. But there, it's, dude, there's a pocket room where time goes backwards. Benjamin Button much? I don't know. It, like, I have no documentation on that. It's just theoretically there has to be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I mean. <laughs> so, with the Nuisha, their first change, does it happen? Didn't even describe it. Really? Yep. Didn't even describe anything about their first change. So, do they have Metis? Didn't even describe anything about that either. Wow. Do they have pants? <laughs> I was oh. waiting. Oh, Someone boy. say it, please. <laughs> Oh, it's funny you say that because their greatest tricks are very cartoonish, they said. So, like, dropping a boulder on somebody or giving them a lit stick of dynamite. Nice. Except it's real. Nice. <laughs> so you're nice. not going to bounce back from that. You're not going to walk away with bandages. <laughs> Wiley that's the Coyote. Oh, that's not the same. Wiley Coyote. Is a cartoon. <laughs> Super genius. I like they have a quick little six rules that the Coyote live by. All right, we got let a fool die a fool's death. <laughs> Teach those who need teaching a proper lesson. Always prank the worm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be subtle. Respect Luna. Think, then act. Okay. So that's kind of like their litany. They're, it's basically their litany. It's okay. a nice little box in the book, too. <laughs> yeah. I think it's kind of cool that, you know, they are coyotes' children. Right. And I mean, obviously... You know, the bears, the girl are bears' children. And, the, you know, like, mm-hmm. duh, thanks for, thanks for paying it, you know, thanks. But, you know, Coyote also has a place, much like some of these others, is, is a Garu totem, you know. And I don't know, there's something about those just being his guys. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate on a level higher than I do something like the Gerhal and being bears' kids. They're a lot like Garu. They really are. And they actually have little sub yeah, they totems. have little. They have little sub totems that you know different aspects of coyote essentially. Yeah, but like, they consider them their sub totems, and they live and die by that sub totem. Like they, that's how they live their life. Yeah, like Loki's one of them. Isn't Loki, he? I actually wrote Loki down. It's the spirit of war. Yep. Who believes the best lessons are written in blood? It's your guy punchline. And it says, "Think, get a Fenris when you're." Yeah. Hmm. That's cool though. Yeah. Okay, so going back to the Ajba, do they have a litany? They have um, the best at litany, which is okay. You know, because they're best at. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) they they fall under the the best at litany. Yeah, they fall under the best at laws and rule sets. Gotcha. Okay. Which again, 
I get it, but it irks me because. Right, you know, right. Like, I think they would have been better off as their own thing than yeah. lumped in with the best at. One of these things is not like the other. Right. <laughs> but then they're like, but it's close enough, or it's not close enough to be like this. And then I go, motherfucking bunyip. <laughs> <laughs> How many times we're bringing that I one up? I am pointing to Australia going, jacuse. <laughs> Which is Latin for what? Yes. Thank you. I was waiting for that explanation. Forgot I have to. Yeah. You have to explain. <laughs> so Multilingual. A- a- anything else on the Nui show that you found interesting? or? Uh, the other thing, they, uh, they're they very single-minded. I mean, not single-minded. They don't have a hierarchy. They're very solo, I guess how you would put it. Yeah, you can find even, like a pack of Nui show. No, not at all. And, and you'll even... It even stated that they're young. They're trained within a few weeks and then released. Go do your business. Wow. Like, that's it. You get a call, you get trainings in the ways of being Nuisha, and then bye. And then they only meet once a year for, they call it the festival. Mm-hmm. Like, even the umbral dancers and the, the hundred that can be in the realm, they all meet into a pocket realm and party. <laughs> wow. You ever think there's a Nuisha? Like, there's Scott... And they just don't like him, so they don't want him to go back in the realm. So they, like, there, there's only 98 of us. Hurry before Scott crosses. <laughs> Could I, be. I, mean, I, I knew exactly where you were going with it, too. You know, all Scott wants is some, like, some fucking Cold Stone Creamery, and he can't have it. <laughs> Tries every hour on the hour. <laughs> right? Just, just like a schedule to keep Scott away from his fucking ice cream. <laughs> I mean, I can go into their forms. I got a huge list of that, but no, we'll, we'll stop there. Do they have so, multiple forms? They've got their five forms. The five. Okay, okay they just got the five. Well, because not, their five not forms. everyone has the five. Yeah. I just like uh, their second forms. Really neat. It's basically they are human, <laughs> but they're you know, has ten to twenty pounds of more muscle on them. Oh, so they just—they're just, they're they just a beefy human. They just know where the beach is. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the beach yeah, is that way. That way. That way. In the gun show. Yeah. Because they're not, it says, it even states they're not as hairy as a Glabro is, or, then they still can speak human. Okay. They can, okay. Sp- they can they're speak human, human, is that considered Hamid? Yep, that's, okay. yeah, they're Hamid form, it, they look like a trill-worn, scrawny hiker, like a very scrawny hiker guy, that's what they okay. look like. Okay, okay. Second form, which we just said, their third form is just an eight-foot-tall human. Essentially, it's two and a half times their Hamid mass. Is what it said. Well, yeah, but they're not they're not human. It's, well, they're not human, but I'm just saying. It's, it's a crinos. It's just not... It's just not a big, bulky crinos. Right. So what was the name of their crinos? Or is it crinos? I could not pronounce that. <laughs> okay. Man of Bozo, I think is what they say. Is how they did. Something like that. Man okay. of Bozo. Not Man of. Man of Bozo. Man of. <laughs> you are the Man of Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> I did forget my red nose. But their fourth form is the one that resembles a red wolf. Larger than a coyote and stronger than their coyote form, which is their fifth form. Their lupus, essentially. Right. Uh, but it's smaller than, they said, the gray wolf. I don't know what they're referencing between red and gray. Okay. Well, those are different colors. I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't understand what they were referencing. You're welcome. <laughs> and they can't speak in that form. In their fourth form, they cannot speak at all. But they can mimic sounds like laughter, screams, and cries of other animals. I love so much about wow. the idea of, of a, and I'm, I'm just using every term, the hispo, Nuisha. No, no, no. The, the, you know, like, you're walking down the trail or whatever, and like you come across them and it's just sitting there all opposing looking. 
and it opens its mouth and like a baby cries. <laughs> <laughs> That's some more shit right there. Right? It's a hell of a trick. <laughs> like you, you just run. Yeah. Or, just or, or die. Just or fall you, down and die. Or you hear that baby crying, so you go see what it is, and it's just the no, giant I, no, no, no. I want him to. You, I want you to see him. Make the baby sound. <laughs> I just like opens its maw and goes. That's some Pomori <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> but I also thought that was interesting on how well they can blend in with the Garu Peck in that form, not being able to speak. It makes it a little more difficult. A little bit, a little bit. Of course, when he can take sound bites like that. <laughs> True. <laughs> Danny, your turn. Oh, you're done. You yeah, got nothing left, left for him, huh? Danny, what you got for us? I picked the girl, the werebears, the the owners of the picnic baskets. You son of a bitch. Oh, you were doing great. <laughs> Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> that was, oh. I was waiting for that one, too. I was biding my time for I, the right, know. For the right <laughs> place to drop both of those references. I, you two suck, <laughs> and I want off this show. I think Tom and I kind of planned that just oh. to, to spite you. Dicks. Do it right before you could. You're not allowed. Thomas Dixon, son of Dixon. <laughs> nice. Expanded my name. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the werebears. Yes, the guys' so, healers. The healers. They were kind of like the um, the original protectors. And Are these like Kung Fu Panda? <sighs> we'll get there. <laughs> I'll, I'll get there. Actually, while we're at it, what was the nauseous job? Yeah, let's... let's To teach. They're, they're guys' teachers. Yeah. Okay. I thought they were guys' laughter. Not what it said in Changing Briefs. Their okay. Their main job is to teach. I will believe you. Back to Danny. <laughs> Just we didn't. <laughs> oh no, we covered that. But uh, fine. All right. <laughs> you think he was a little subtle for him to realize? That's all. Oh, oh this piece of shit. Mm. This guy, right? This guy. He's, he's just trying to delay. Yeah. Hand grenades. I'm taking his keys. He's gonna walk home. <laughs> his what home's do you mean? right there. Hey, in the you said my home's right here. <laughs> I was breaking the fourth wall here. Man. No, I'm taking his look, keys. Look at me. Look at me. I live here now. <laughs> I want to smash that box. Sorry. <laughs> Not changing that litter no more. The girl, our guy is healers. The healers. And they were kind of like the, the original protectors. And they were said they were, I mean, according to them, they were, um, you know, they had their names for Weaver, Wild, and Worm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were... At war with each other, the three of them, the three W's. Or at war with each other? Yeah, well, that's again according to the girl. Okay. Um, and then that's when Guy decided to make her Farah to help restore balance of that war, because as the war is going, yeah. So anyway, the they were created to for the other Farah for guidance for the other Farah. You know, you get the wolves. Who were like the, you know, for war, and what was the other one? There was, you know, the Noisha for teaching, or um, the the girl were like spiritual advisors. Yes, we can go with that. Life coaches, yeah, life, life coaches work sure. Guidance, HR. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Visualize the pen. Now make the pen all of your problems. There is no pen. Now drop it. Your problems are solved. <laughs> they were they were given by Gaia like the understanding of of life and death and the and why that cycle was so important. So that's kind of 
that that kind of leads into the War of Rage a little bit? Well, it, it certainly does because you know while, I mean we are we are doing a War of Rage episode soon. I promise, guys. Um, <laughs> it's a little out of order, but we're fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. The order it's for suckers. Um, <laughs> Have you listened to us? <laughs> right. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Um, no, it's um, yeah. We're we're doing that soon. Don't worry. But you know, it's known that the War of Rage wasn't one singular thing that started it. But it was definitely multiple. But this was but one of the big ones. Yeah, the 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 girl's mastery over life and death, and I'm using quotes here, mm-hmm. was, was kind of a big ticket item. <laughs> yep. And that they can, in fact, bring the dead back to life through a powerful but costly rite. Mm-hmm. And they, in their wisdom, wasn't going to share that shit. <laughs> no, they, they they said that the Garu wanted that secret only to battle Worm. You know, only bringing their warriors back to life to have more warriors to battle Worm is against their whole balance. That would not teach the balance. That would not be what they want, and it's totally against that whole entire cycle. So well, that's why they kept that secret. Well, sure. Well, and beyond that, um, it wasn't as simple. It is just, let's do the dance around the fire and chant the mumbles and, right. you know. And throw the magic dust. Right, and then Johnny Quickclaw's back, you know. It's more, it's more like Pet cemetery ish mm-hmm. And I think the story of Krager Wormfoe and the Death Bear has a much different look and feel and thought process from the Garal side. Krager Wormfoe the Death Bear? <laughs> Never heard of that. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't, huh? That's crazy. Thanks Look for listening to the podcast. Oh, yeah. I'll, 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 just, just go back a few. <laughs> All right, I'll check that out. <laughs> but you know, as as you know, them sharing not sharing that secret led Garu to to you know it was that it was thought a, process. It was a huge deal. Yeah, that that thought process for the Garu got misconstrued as time went on, and it got worse and worse to the point where it's just like, oh, they're not sharing the secret; they just must be worm tainted. First, it was they won't share their secret with us. Because of this, it's well now it's they won't share the secret. Then it's they must be worm tainted. Well, but you can kind of there's a level there if you look at it from the Garu standpoint, right? And you don't know the nuts and bolts of this, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know the secrets of your life death. But what you know is it can happen. Is that this this asshole over here can bring your cousin back to life, or your brother, or your parents, and won't. Right, and won't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm not saying the girl had it come. Because I don't believe that. Good. But you can see from a standpoint why the Garo might be pissed about that. That they're in the front lines getting killed by worm creatures. And you have decided mm-hmm. that you're not going to bring any of our people back. And they, again, we know it's not that simple. But. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a tribal, not even a tribal, but it's a, it's a secret among themselves that they keep and they cherish. It's a breed secret. It's a breed secret. It's a responsibility. Yes. Yeah. That it's a huge responsibility. Yeah, they have to fight death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then again, the motherfucker don't always come back right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't kid about that pet cemetery shit. No, yeah. I know exactly what you meant. <laughs> Not so, worth it. <laughs> so that being said, you know, they have their own version of the litany as well. It, it's the Code of Ursa, which I think was really cool. Because I know Bear and Ursa. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a cool thing to me. Um, but yeah, they, they have their own list. Cherish cubs, protect the land, 
heal the sick, nurture the needy, teach the supplicant, breed wisely, cleanse the tainted, guard the secrets, rights of the elder, remember your history, punish the guilty, and avenge wrongful slayings. And eat your vegetables, apparently. <laughs> Jesus. Right? That's a <laughs> lot of rules, man. It, I mean, it, it makes sense, though. Don't pollute. Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> oh, damn it, he got it in. I did it anyway. <laughs> he got it anyway. Nicely done. But what, what I did think was cool, though, they don't have metis. I mean they don't have metis? They don't believe in casual procreation. So that there's also a right that they do for breeding, and it's... um. They don't bang for fun. We get it. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> It's on their dangerous don't list. <laughs> but they have a ritual for when they want to create new Gerhal. So like they don't they don't even uh Apparently they don't head down to the bar and have a few too many. They no, it's, wind up it's somewhere. A dance off. <laughs> oh okay. No, it, because they don't believe in the casual appropriation, they have a it's a rank two right where they place a their hair and a drop of their blood into like this fashioned bag. And they wear it, and after three days, it will guide them to... I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Apparently. <laughs> it will guide them to another Gerhal kinfolk, and they will then they can decide if that's going to be an appropriate meet. So okay. They make love, you guys. <laughs> How am I the only one making wow. these jokes? <laughs> I'm looking at both of you. <laughs> How am I the only one? They don't bang for fun. <laughs> I'm just I'm just curious as to like how they know they're being led to a kinfolk, you know, rather than like accidentally bumping into somebody like in the grocery store and being like, Oh, Gaia led me to you. You're the one. Well here's one. You know, if I were an enterprising Doisha, I might like replace that hair. With <laughs> like you know, like a park ranger or like a lion or something. Lion would be more entertaining, right? See, I'm being guided to my. D- oh, oh. Well, I mean, it's a guy as well. Yeah, yeah. No, but, well, that's the thing. Even though they're led there, that that doesn't mean they can they decide that oh, that's an appropriate mate just because they're led there. They they can decide that once they get there. But my question is, whose hair? Their own. It's a lack of their own hair and a drop of blood. Oh. Whose blood? His own. <laughs> oh. I just had to make sure. So his own hair and blood is guiding him to a kin. It's basically a kin fetch, but not. A it's a bang fetch. Yeah, it's a bang fetch. <laughs> <laughs> They're happy I made another one. There you go. Yeah. Jesus. So, but they but they do have the five forms, um, and it is Hamid for the human form. It is Krinos for the war form. You know, obviously, the other forms, not that big of a deal. Who cares? Now, when I was doing research, I found something kind of interesting to me. It said that they, the girl either went to the Umbra or hibernated during the War of Rage. Yeah, they got a, they got a little Rip Van Winkle in them. Yeah, so I was wondering, you know. There's not many left because of the War of Rage, and there are some Garu who believe there are none left. But... Do they have the ability to hibernate? If so, how long? How does that work? Like, what? what's going on yes. there? <laughs> Are they going to the Umbra to hibernate? Some do. 
Well, then that could be a long time. Well, <laughs> or it could be like a minute. And do they lose their physical form? Because if you're in the Umbra... I don't have that answer. Well, again, to my understanding, you know, like, like I said, they got some Rump Van Winkle in them. So they can go to sleep for 50, 60 years. And it, it's, like, it's like fucking cryostasis. You know? Like, hmm. if there's, oh, cool. What, what year is it? Fuck. <laughs> Overslept again. I miss the 70s. <laughs> You didn't miss well, much. Well, good. Um. <laughs> There's even a, a, a gift for which would be the equivalent to the lupus, their, their ursa, ursine. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, it's a gift where they can use their surroundings, and as long as they don't make any subtle movements, and they go very slowly, no more than like a couple feet at a time, they will not be noticed, and they can hide. Some even stay there, do their hibernating. Hmm. It's like the, if I move very, very slowly, you won't notice that I'm moving? Yeah. Or, or will you just not notice him? Period. Like, no, you won't notice him. It's a gift. Okay. It's just blur of the milk, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can move regular speed now. No, he's not going to. He's <laughs> going to do the whole show like this. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, gross. What the hell? It's a bang fetch. <laughs> oh no stop it you're, you're never gonna see it coming so if i move very slowly you won't notice the wet willy that's coming his way Yo, I, yeah. yes i will <laughs> you don't have the gift you're not a girl yeah you're not a girl <laughs> and that that spirit did not teach you shit no he's a vampire don't oh, don't perpetuate go. that nonsense <laughs> the sun has been up this entire time i am not a dracula <laughs> You're indoors, it's okay. <laughs> I have blackout curtains for a reason. Don't help! <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, they even have their own tribes, too. There are four currently, used to be five. The, the fifth, which back circle around to the, the were pandas. No. I, I only say were pandas because they're the Asian bears. So, wouldn't that be in the. Beast courts or yes. the Hangiokai? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, and that's, you know, they call that the, that was the War of Shame. Mm-hmm. And the, the, during that, that's when the Okuma tribe was all completely wiped out. Oh, so they didn't defect and go to the Beast courts? They no, were... no, they were Beast courts and they got murdered in their own War of Rage. Oh, yes. okay, okay. So many Wars of Rage. Why no. is everyone angry all I mean, the time? it's a, it's a, it's the same War of Rage with different names, I guess. Nah, it's a different thing. They just—it's—it's. It's, I mean, it's the it's the War of Shame, but it's yeah. that's so, different than the War of Rage. Right. So it's just their version. Mm-hmm. Your guys is Farah. They they use the willpower, the gnosis, and the rage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, they 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 operate normalsies. Ah. And not like some sort of weirdo. Gotcha. Like yours. <laughs> Is that so? We're skipping mine and going right no, to no, that no, one. No, 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 no. I, I, there's not much left I have on there. I mean, I, well, I've got a lot, but is it necessary? Probably not. But we don't know. We it's don't. not. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's not because it's it's too many specifics. That's not. Oh, okay. What we're here for. Well, you know, maybe it's kind we, of what we're here for. I'm just well, like kind of. It's a fair episode. That's <laughs> not, not a tribal episode. Okay, so are we moving on to my weirdo? Well, I gave you a great segue, and then fucking boo-boo over here ruined it. <laughs> no. Hey, boo-boo. Hey. <laughs> so, my Farah 
are the Ananasi. They are not Gaia's children. But what are they? Oh, man. They of are course. the were spiders. Weaver's children. They are. They are the only child of the weaver. I mean, you're a spider. That makes sense. <laughs> and so, as weaver children, they don't have rage. They so don't... we need bug swatters. Do we have any? Just get a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is their stat instead of rage, is flamethrowers. Flamethrowers, yeah. <laughs> wow. You know. Flamethrower auspice and uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? I don't know what I just, you're doing. I think I had some spiders in my brain there. What just happened? So the Ananasi, their purpose was to return balance to the triad. They want to free the worm from the weaver's webs and return it to sanity. Interesting. Now that sounds a little contradictory. Is this a counterintuitive? Is what I was going to say. Um, Close enough. Yeah, I mean, they're the weaver's kids who want to thwart the weaver? Well, they're actually, the Ananasi, which are the were spiders, they're, um, they're the weaver's grandkids. Yes, because there is a middleman or a mother, if mm. we want to be like that about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, and there's, there's actually several people involved. So there's Queen Anasa, who is the daughter of weaver. Then she had a son... Who then had the Donhan? It's what they call themselves. Mm. So they're a couple steps removed from the Weaver. Okay, I'm following. Um, Queen Anasa was kidnapped by the worm shortly Mm. after the worm was caught in the Weaver web. That is a trick. Mm hmm. I mean, I'm not going to say that she was asking for it. Because we don't say that. But, I mean, the worm was already in the web. <laughs> well, and it could have been agents of the worm. Fair enough. Um, I just have that image. Doing of, its bidding. But the queen, when she knew like she was cornered, she was captured, um, she spun like this opalescent pearl around herself to keep herself safe so that she couldn't be harmed hmm. by... The weaver or the the worm's minions, yeah, and she can't get warmed up at that point either. Right. Um, so that's so, like corruption too. Then yes. Okay. I it was it was so impenetrable that she couldn't even communicate through it. That's a bummer. So that pearl was taken to the center of Malpheus. It's just the vacation spot, right? <laughs> so Ananasi, Ananasi, the father of. The were spiders searched for her, and you know it was his mom. He eventually found her in Malpheus, and then got the Guru and the other changing breeds to go rescue his mom. He did this by tricking them and telling him, telling them that if they destroyed the pearl, they would destroy the worm. So the Guru and the changing breeds went into Malpheus. Wrecked some shit, found the pearl, busted the pearl. They they managed to crack it, mm-hmm. and she, you know, Queen Anasa said, "Thank you so much for rescuing me." And the guru got pissed. I can't imagine. Yeah. Oh. They got wow. pissed. So all all the Anasi, you know, the were spiders went. Oh fuck! The jig is up. 
<laughs> melted into their, their spider form and skittered away, leaving pissed off Guru and other changing breeds. And the creation of flamethrowers. And that's how they started the War of Rage. <laughs> Bingo! I knew it! That's two of you. That's two of you fuckers. How many changing breeds pissed off the Guru? <laughs> All of them? All yeah. of them. I'd, I'd say all but the Corax. So, <laughs> all but the Corax. Who yep. somehow just got a free pass. Well, that's because they didn't do shit to piss off the Guru. They so, caught doing it. So, <laughs> the Ananasi, they, they tricked the Guru into, you know, starting the War of Rage. The Nuisha tricked the Guru into starting the War of Rage. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the Gural... Refused to tell their secrets to start the War of Rage. I think that's pretty damn funny. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's just like the tribes help most of them, half of them. How the wear hyenas do it? Yeah, they didn't. They just <laughs> got screwed. <Yeah. laughs> they were just another pharaoh. Like, so, get out of the way. They're just in Persian. <laughs> the Ananasi, they live in cities and you know, towns, and they're just everywhere. They literally are everywhere. Um, they spend most of their time in Hamid. They love being around humans. Food? <laughs> Shockingly, yes. <laughs> uh, because, because, instead of a rage pool, mm-hmm. they have a blood pool. That's Dracula's. God. They have ten dots in a blood pool, and they use those blood points to fuel their abilities. If they run out of their blood pool... They don't, you know, they're not weakened. They just can't use their special special abilities hmm. until they feed. On half, what? They're, they're <laughs> half Draculas. There it is. And they feed on human? Uh, they feed on blood. That can be from other insects. It can be from animals. It can be from humans. So in their helmet so form, are they like Spider-Man? Um, in, in their hobbit <laughs> form, they have a venomous bite, and they have r- retractable fangs, and... The Draculas! <laughs> <laughs> no wonder she loves them. <laughs> Weaver girl and Dracula girl. I'm just girl wondering if they can do webs in their, in their hobbit form. Um, I think you were just waiting for an excuse to say they, Spider-Man. They I was. Can <laughs> do, they can do webs. They have a ritual for doing webs. Um, and in their home, they have a, what they call a sili, and it is their place, like their little cairn. Hmm. Um, and they have the right of spinning, which allows them to create the sili. It's a large cobweb in their home, which lets them talk to two nearby Ananasi, who are also in their sili. So, so communication by like the vibrations of the webs. I, it's an umbral thing, because okay. because the Sili is in the realm and in the umbra at the same time. Okay, neat. Weird, but neat. And when they crawl into the Sili, they cross the umbra, like they cross the, the gauntlet. The gauntlet. Um, but when they're in their Sili, they also talk to the queen. So. Queen Anasi is still in her little pearl thing, and she can talk. Just through that, they talked to her through that crack that was made by the Garu. Yep, and <laughs> she is the only one who teaches them gifts. Okay. 
She is the one who gives them purposes, missions. She decides their role in Anunnaki society. She is everything to them. So what was the original purpose then? To bring balance. So all for balance. Yep. Okay. Um, Weaver's minions that still want to go against the Weaver's ideals. No, and I kind of love that. Um, and I think in Queen Anunnaki, and this is me talking, mm-hmm. this is not any bit of research or anything. Right. You know, it's, it's, like, it's like we have a replacement Weaver in her. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of the things about dealing with the triad, if you think about it, okay, is like the worm is trapped and it's crazy. So if you free the worm, that doesn't necessarily uncrazy the poor guy. You know what I mean? And the Anunnaki want to uncrazy the worm. They want to uncrazy the weaver. And they want to restore each of the triad back to the original purpose. Which is great. But what I'm saying is it doesn't... Can you do that? I don't know. You know, yeah. but but if we something just, happens to the worm or to the to the weaver, you kind of have a not crazy replacement right there. Oh yeah, where you don't have that with the worm. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, yeah, because if, if the worm goes, there's something's got to replace it, and what's there to do it? Right. It's not already crazy. Now, now talking about how they're they're children of ballots. Mm-hmm. Does that mean? And, I, and I'm led to believe that there are there are in fact different factions, each allied with the different aspect of the triad. Right, right. Um, their auspice is a combination of aspects and factions, and there are three aspects and three factions. You know, Weaver Worm Wild, and um, they're the Weaver Dedicated who are logical, calculating, they like order and patterns. They're the worm servants, which are dedicated to the destroyer worm and the unweaving in search of symmetry. Then there are the wildborn, which fight stagnation and entropy. And then the factions are warriors, judges and mystics, and questioners. So you could have a questioner that's a worm servant, or... You know, a mystic that's a wildborn. That's interesting. Yeah. So there's there's different ways to put them together. I think it's I I think it's fascinating. That's no, that's that's pretty cool. And then, um, <clears throat> their first change happens over time. It's not not you know, like with you guys. No, no. When you she say says that, us guys, like she's mean, yeah. You mean like tomorrow, my right leg is a spider. No. And then Thursday. <laughs> no, like, okay, so um, they're, they're picked by the queen. They're chosen. And so they will, like, maybe develop a patch of coarse hair. And then, like, a month later, they'll have, like, a bump underneath the skin. And then, like, maybe a week later, that bump will move somewhere. So they're like they're like gold blooming, yeah. Like Jeff Goldblum in the fly, <laughs> right? And while they're having these physical changes, they're also having emotional changes, which they like become less emotional and they just become curious. So they're fascinated by the changes, 
and they're also having dietary changes, which they go, like, they dump vegetables, and they go to, like, more and more rare raw meat, and eventually they're just drinking blood. Mm, See, I knew she couldn't have been Spider-Girl. And then... I knew it. So after their after their final metamorphosis, how long does that take out of curiosity? It, it depends. It's dependent. Do they know it's happening during that time? Um, they don't know what's happening, but they're not emotional, so they're just curious about what is happening. They're just fascinated to see what's going to happen next. Oh, I sprouted an eighth leg. Right. <laughs> I'm fine with this. Yeah, they really are. Um. After they have their mm. metamorphosis, they are immediately found because the queen knows it's happening and alerts other Ananasi in the area, and they are taken into the Umbra, and they meet with her. Like, they, they talk with her. Weird. And that's when she chooses their their aspect and their faction, and, you know, she tells them what their purpose is. Hmm. They have their own rules, so um, <laughs> they're fantastic. Um, <laughs> obey, obey the queen mother in all things. Defend brethren from all who would harm them. Know your enemies. Know your place. Who? <laughs> know your place. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut. Oh, yeah. And worship none but Ananasi. Simple rules. Right? You know? So, like... I'm like, okay, I love the know your place and keep your mouth shut. Those right. are my two favorites. I, I feel like it should be one. <laughs> just, just stifle it. Yep. Yeah. Um, their forms are a little odd. They only have four. Yes. So they have... Spider one, spider two. <laughs> um, Three spider. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> nice. Um, Hamid isn't exactly human. But, but it's okay. close. It's a little Dracula. Well, again, they've <laughs> Could it got Could be mistaken the... for human? Oh, yeah. Okay. It, yeah. Um, enough to blend in. Yeah, it's yeah. enough to blend in, and it's one of those, they have the retractable fangs, they have the venomous bite in Hamid form. Sure. So, um, then they have their Lillian form, which is your Glabro form. But, but like, I, I, if I may for a second... I want to point out that this is like Glabro, but like with a spider. Yes. And, and <laughs> so each... a human with extra arms and extra legs? Well, it depends because you get to kind of pick your spider form. What the f- <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, there's daddy long legs and then there's, you know, brown recluses. They look different. So you can kind of pick your spider form. Spider racist? <laughs> I, yeah, fine. Sure. I mean, I, I, how am I supposed to defend that? Um, Why is it going to be a daddy long could, could it's, So the Lillian, all spiders equally. the Lillian form is their primary combat form. The height and weight, you add 50% to the Hamid form. So they're, you know, half again as tall and half again as heavy. Mm-hmm. Extra limbs, an exoskeleton, an abdominal mass. Yeah. They're, they're Freaky looking. Yep. Um, the... Pythus form is double the Lillian weight, five to seven hundred pounds. Holy! And the mass is variable due to different spider types. So you could have a giant spider the size of a car, 
or you could have a giant spider that's like, I don't know, three stories tall. Yes. Jeez. Depending. You need a bigger flamethrower. <laughs> and then you have, um, both of those, by the way, induce delirium. You fucking hope so. Right. Yeah. Then you have the crawlerling. And that's their lupus. Yes. And that is, that's my favorite. That is where they dissolve into hundreds, plural, or thousands, plural. Of spiders. Of spiders. They melt. So much like your hair at times. My hair doesn't melt, nor is my hair made of spiders. Previous episode. Thanks for listening to the podcast. (laughs) She has spiders in her hair. Don't you remember? Danny, we all have spiders in our hair. Because there's no hair on your head doesn't make you immune. So it just makes it more creepy. The, okay. Sleep well. <laughs> you have airy ears. The amount. Yes. The amount of spiders the Ananasi melts into is dependent on their normal Hamid mass. So they're going to equal the weight in spiders. Gross. Only um, me. I'm I'm so creeped out by this. But here's the best part. Can I, can I do it? Yes. Oh, man. The spider, in, 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 its, in its lupus form, yes. can regenerate from a single one, oh, given geez. enough time. Given so, enough time, yes. Given enough time. So when they go into crawlings and you know hundreds of spiders, you got to get all of them. Every single one. To kill the guy. So One luck. gets away. Yeah, unkillable then. And good Revenge luck. Day is on the agenda. Mm-hmm. Now... <laughs> There so are leader weird. spiders. There are leader spiders in the crawling form. Okay. If a leader dies, so, so you know, the guru or whoever is doing the kukaracha dance. <laughs> if a leader dies, <laughs> the Ananasi will lose memories and parts of its personality. So when <laughs> they regenerate... Not all of him comes back for her. They change personality. They may not remember people. They may not remember things. And um, <laughs> these are weaver. And they're already emotionless. So they're already personality plus. Right. <laughs> and everybody thinks they're of the worm because their queen is being held captive by the worm. And the worm is blackmailing them. Yeah, Do makes... this or I'm going to kill her. And, and I see why they would think that, especially because you said they're they're there to restore the balance. They're there right. to free the mother. And they're not really charismatic. <laughs> I thought they freed them or freed her. No, no, they managed to put a crack. And then in just the, left the cocoon. And just, yeah. Okay. Well, they they got busy with the war rage. Well, I think at that point, right? <laughs> they just got busy. <laughs> I think at that point, right, you know, if you're, you're you know, the Yananasi, you get all these, you know, the different breeds together to, to save the world by cracking, you know, the worm's brain case or whatever they made the lie into. Right. And here comes, you know, Iron Yarl, you know, Ripstack or whatever. Does that even mean? And he, and he cracks his fucking pearl and the worm doesn't die. And Queen oh, Anasa says... Thanks for saving me. Yeah, your princess is in another castle. <laughs> but but they actually get saved. She I think they, they, they stop. You know? Yeah. I don't think they go, well, let's finish freeing you. No, it's like full stop. Well, I just yeah. figured, you know, the 
Spiders would just take the cocoon and run. Yeah, no, you they would, just ran. You'd think that. <laughs> right? But they just but ran. you can make yourself thousands and thousands of you. Just a bunch of you, grab it and go. Right? Like, yeah, you 12 turn into 100 million spiders. <laughs> grab it and go. <laughs> you know what? It would be like the cartoons with the ants. The, <laughs> the look in your face right now. I see I see where you're going with this. The look in your eyes. You know, I'm pulling a shoe Horace on this. <laughs> oh! The Anahanasi suck. They can't even save their own mom. Right. Like in the and room with her, there's just like, see you, bitch. It's grandmother. <laughs> oh, my God. They didn't like the size of the check for their birthday. I don't know what. But the crawlerlings technically don't induce delirium. I think they However, do just fine on their own. <laughs> I don't think they need it. Yeah. However, if you see a person dissolve into thousands of individual spiders... Yeah, you don't need the delirium. I think, <laughs> no, it's, no, that's, I think just, that's, that's implied. <laughs> one, one fun fact I did find is there is a Middle Eastern spider cult... Oh boy. Of course there is. <laughs> what the hell? The Kumatai. Oh. Many of the oldest Ananasi are worshipped as living gods by humans and less powerful shifters. Wasn't that the name of the tournament from Bloodsport? <laughs> the Kumatai? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you're correct. I don't think you are, but we're right, going right, with it. Right in, if that's the name of the, the, the tournament for Bloodsport. So, they, these Ananasi have rejected the quest for balance. They have cut ties to the Umbra and cut their connection to the Queen. They mostly just lay around as bloated creatures <laughs> in their Lillian or Pythas form, basking in the wonder and terror of the cultists. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So irritated right now. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> you, you know what, though? Uh, if, if Lazy sons of bitches. Right? <laughs> well, you know, I was going to save mom, but I just, or grandma, I just I didn't want to lift. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just no, I'm just gonna, a lot. I'm just going to start the war rage and just this go lay over here now. <laughs> yeah. I got plenty just, of food. <laughs> just do what I say here. I'm going to, like, put 100,000 of me in your throat. But think about it Gross. this way. <laughs> the, in their crawling form, they are equivalent to regular spiders, but they see and hear and can watch and observe and then reform and, like, know that stuff. You just, like, send your big toe out on Recon. <laughs> send my pinky toe. <laughs> Whatever. I only have one Girl of those. Back. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if if we're talking about them, though, um, you know, because I I can't I couldn't do this with the Ashima, mm-hmm. and we couldn't do this with the girl, and I don't remember about the Nuisha. I'm going to be honest. Okay. <laughs> but um, over in the other side of the world with the with the beast courts, there are Anunnaki there. I mean, they're not Anunnaki, right? They they are the Kubo, mm-hmm. the the demon spiders. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, okay. It's what they're called. Right. And they're, they're essentially the, and I mean, I don't want to get into Hengiokai lore because my head hurts. Okay. <laughs> Already, yeah. Right. Um, but they're essentially the black spirals of the Beast Courts. Oh. They're the one shifter who went the other way. <laughs> Got it. See, okay. and the Ananasi. Well, I mean, it, it's super close yeah, to what's there. Right. But. <laughs> and the Ananasi, they 
are not Gaia's children. No. So they're not, quote, going the other way. They're going their way. Well, sure, but we all understood what I said. Yeah. <laughs> it might be going their way, but it's also against everybody else. In in the case of the Hengioka, yeah. So, like, you and your, you'd be like a Corax and you'd team up with uh, not a girl, but uh, <laughs> a Khan mm-hmm. and a Haken, because I understand that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you'd fight 12 Kumo. Fine, you'd go fight some demon spiders. Right. Good luck. That's, they're no. over there, is all I'm saying. And <laughs> with the Ananasi, like, all of the changing breeds and, and the Garu think they're worm tainted. But and I can see why. That's not a stretch. It, it really isn't, but they're they're actively trying to skirt the worm. They don't want to do the worm's bidding, but they're towing a line so that their queen won't get murdered. So it's really tricky for them. And they, you know, they don't think they need to team up with people. They are very emotionless and you know, personality plus. So they have their own feelings, like the guru are too hot headed. They're just gonna get themselves in trouble. Well, you know, the the Nuisha, you know, are are too heavy into their pranks and, you know, they're not doing anybody any good. They're just, you know, killing people needlessly. They're just riling up the Garu. Right. You know. So they have their own thoughts on on the changing breeds and the guru, and they don't see a need to team up with them. They're like, no, we're good. They're a solitary group. Well, sure, and that's, there's a lot of that going around. Yeah. You know, again, we, we have brought up before is that, you know, there's this perception out there in certain facets of the community. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to say it's all-encompassing, but there, there are factions that think that, you know, the, the Pharaoh or this barnyard coalition where they're all friends and hold hands and, you know, the Ananasi are putting these messages up in the webs. Yeah. So that, you know, but that's some bear. That's, you know, <laughs> that's not how it worked. And I think an Ananasi would be a great accidental antagonist. You know. Oh, sure. Discover an Ananasi is in your territory. And like, oh, worm tank. Go kill them and discover that the Ananasi is doing X, Y, Z. Or even better, um, you find out the worm taint is something else and the Ananasi has led you in there to help it get rid of the worm tainted thing while still keep it, keeping its hands clean. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Blah. <laughs> 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 But yeah, like if you if you try to destroy an Ananasi, it's it's gonna take years. So yeah, I mean, they could be an antagonist, like a long running bad guy. That's actually maybe bad, maybe not bad. And it's uh, you know, there's room for them to play that line. You know, there could be that that intrigue. Is it is it someone you trust, someone you don't? You know, yeah, an antagonist, but maybe maybe not antagonist. A contact. You know, there's, maybe there's room. Never trust a spider. You and your flamethrowers. <laughs> I hate spiders. Damn right. Was it flamethrower willpower analysis? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I think that's about the cap for us today. Okay. So, so, so again, we don't hate Pharaoh. We just hate that everyone wants to put them all together when that's 
spitting on the history and the lore. Right. You know, yeah. yeah. Find, find a way to, if you need to play a character like that, you know, if you need to play that jokey, you know, you look over the militia, you could just play a Ragabash something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to... I mean, unless your storyteller's trying to get a specific thing taught to the group. Sure. But my point is, is you don't... That could still be a Ragabash. Yeah. True. You, you don't... But I'm just saying, if you're trying to tie one in, right, you can right. do it. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. of course it's possible, but I think you just don't do it so, I guess, carelessly. Mm-hmm. That's you a know? good way to put it. You know, if there's a way to play something similar or, or get the same thing across without being that special snowflake that has to play that changing breed that shouldn't be there, maybe it's best to respect the lore right? and, and not do that or find a different way or a temporary way or... Mm-hmm. But hey, we're not done with these. We'll be back with more of them as we go. Right. We'll pick four more. Yeah. Four, <laughs> pick four more? No, we're oh. not picking for more. For more. For more. We'll pick differently. Four different Farah. Like, All right. You did, you, did, you did it very yeah. slow. I almost I didn't know. count it. Can you speed that up in post? Maybe. Like double time. Okay. You didn't notice Doubtful. it. I mean, he had his girl hall thing going on. Make him sound like a chipmunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't talking about Farrah. I wasn't talking about this. Okay. Yeah, what? All right. We're losing our minds in here. I don't know what's happening. It's gone already. (laughs) Fuck. We'll be doing more of these. We'll we'll talk about all this stuff. I'm sure we'll clarify some of these positions more as we go on. You guys know how it works. We were sundowning. Oh. Share the happened? love, share the love, everybody. You know, tell a friend, tell two friends, give us five stars. Joey's weird. Put that in the reviews. <laughs> yes, put that in the reviews. Put that in the reviews. Email you know. in and say Joey's weird. Come find us on Discord. <laughs> it, it's a good time. We got a great community there. Come and join us there. Um, but until next time, on behalf of everyone here at Submarine Studios, you know, thanks for coming. Come on back next time and howl with us. See you later.